Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sorianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a member of the Believe Network. Do you believe? Today's episode, we are talking about a pro a movie that was just released on AMC Plus and on Video On Demand called White Elephant by our longtime friend Jesse V. Johnson, martial artist, stuntman, writer, director, maker of such films as The Debt Collectors and Accident Man, and most recently we interviewed him on the movie Hell Hath No Fury. This film, White Elephant, just came out last week, and we have a lot to say about it for a number of reasons. But first, I wanted to talk to you about our partners at Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. First of all, the latest odds, news, sports developments, including the year's basketball championship finals, NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, and even next year's early NFL futures. Head over to betonline.ag on your mobile device or your computer. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Don't forget to use the code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, that's our network, B-L-E-A-V, to get your bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the gaming starts. So, as I said, we've talked to Jesse B. Johnson several times. We had two interviews, most recently for his amazing movie, Hell Hath No Fury. That movie was not written by him, but was directed by him. And really, really was a great movie. One of the best movies in a long time and a great war movie. White Elephant has was released last week. And probably the biggest discussion about it was the fact that it is the last or one of the last films that Bruce Willis will be in because of his aphasia diagnosis. So as a result, there was a lot of scrutiny and a lot of controversy and a lot of I, the reviews and information I read on it was discussing Willis's performance. Um, but to be clear, this isn't a Bruce Willis movie. Um, I'll talk a little bit as we go into the review about Bruce Willis and his performance in it. But this is really uh, a movie that's very different. This script was written by Jesse V. Johnson a long time ago. Uh, written before even the film, which we've talked about in the past, The Beautiful Ones, and has finally come to screen. It has a lot of elements of Jesse V. Johnson, uh, things that I really do like and admire about him. He is someone who does a great job of taking a small budget and doing a lot with it. He doesn't rely on the glitter and glamour and special effects and things to make his movies great. It's it's old school filmmaking. And White Elephant, I think, is no exception. 
the plot from the synopsis uh, press kit. When two cops witness an assassination attempt, a ruthless crime bo- boss orders Gabriel Tancredi, an ex-Marine turned mob enforcer, to eliminate any and all threats. And again, you know, that's the plot of the film. But what really is good about the film, one of the things I really like about Johnson's films is he has this penchant for broken people. Um, Louis Mandalore in The Debt Collectors. Um, Scott Atkins in Savage Dog. Scott Atkins in Avengement. Um, Nina Bergman's character in Hell Hath No Fury. In White Elephant, the broken character that you sort of can't help but like despite knowing he's done bad things, knowing he might be by all intents and purposes a bad person, you have a soft spot for his humanity, is Michael Rooker. And Michael Rooker's been in a lot of things. He's had a long career. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, But he is at the helm in this movie, and I would say it's definitely, from what I've seen, his best work. He's a nearly retired mob enforcer, and he works for Bruce Willis. That's Bruce Willis's role in it. And he gets faced with having to assassinate a police officer, clean up the work of a younger henchman. And he, and that police officer he has to kill is Olga Kurilenko. And for various reasons, I don't want to give away too much of the plot, he has a conflict and it puts him adverse to the mob, adverse to Willis, adverse to his partner. Um, and that's the basis of the film and the climax of the film. Uh, there's a lot of interesting supporting characters in the in the movie. Uh, somebody I'd never seen before, Vadir Derbez. He plays a young upstart, the partner of Rooker. He reminded me a lot, as I said in my written review, of Ross McCall in The Beautiful Ones. The style, the glitz, the arrogance, the confidence. Um, but I thought he was he was good in the movie. John Malkovich has a small role. I'm not sure how that came about, but he plays the role of Bruce Willis's lawyer. Um, he's not on screen that much, but every single second he is is terrific. Malkovich is really in top form in this movie. Um, again, getting back, I think the movie, and hopefully it will bring a lot of attention to the movie, maybe not all warranted, is this discussion of Bruce Willis. I heard people say, the film was dubbed. Bruce Willis couldn't finish his lines. Um, Bruce Willis did a terrible job. He's stoic in the movie. And and one of the things that I said, and I'm going to read from a prior review, I, I put this in my written review, is um, Bruce Willis had done some movie that was pretty bad. It was a B-rated straight-to-video movie, and, and I had to review it. And I said, when Bruce Willis is in a movie, you almost always know what you're going to get. And even when the film is bad, there is always still Bruce Willis. Because Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis, and people love him, and he's dependable. And I think this movie is really sad and heartfelt and a swan song that it may be his last, even though he's done a lot of bad movies. We know him from great, great movies, Die Hard and Pulp Fiction and other films, and he's just fun to watch on on screen. In this film, the cinematography and the action, great. Um, Johnson, as a stuntman, really understands how to film violence, how to film action. This film is no exception. Really, really gritty fight scenes, violent adult blood, um, very, very similar. I wouldn't say gratuitous because I think all of it's interesting and all of it plays in, but there is a fair amount of it 
And I think it's it's really interesting and exciting to watch in a 90-minute film. So, uh, you know, we, we certainly, in The Debt Collectors and the other films that he partnered together with Atkins, there was a lot of martial arts. There's more hand-to-hand combat in here. Uh, Rooker, by his nature, as far as I know, is not a martial artist. There is some martial arts in the film, uh, but it's more of a background than it is in the actual fight scenes. There's one part in the um, film where Rooker and his partner come face to face and the partner makes a statement and I'm going to leave the vulgarity out for the purposes of this podcast that what is this uh, blanking Western and that's really what it is. The face off there, the climax scene, it could really be from a old time John Wayne, Burt Lancaster Western films, uh, high noonish, uh, Gary Cooper. Uh, and I think that's because Johnson is a student of film. He's a student of great films. He's a student of great actors. And he incorporates a lot of that into his movies. There's threads of things that run through his movies from other people and from his own films. Anyone who's familiar with the beautiful ones knows that the the name of the main character in The Beautiful Ones, the Steve McQueen wannabe, is Gabriel Tancredi, the same name of the main character in this film, even though they're different characters. So uh, there are times in when I watch films, I watched Savage Dogs, and then I watched uh, another film by Johnson, and I saw many things that, that tie in if you watch, if you're an aficionado of his films. This one was directed by Johnson, produced by Corey Large, written by Johnson and Eric Martinez, um, distributed by RLJE Films. Uh, Like I said, it appears on AMC+. Uh, I saw it on Amazon VOD, uh, and I know it's on a number of other um, services. Whether it will in fact be the last film of Bruce Willis is to be seen, I certainly know it will not be the last film of Jesse V. Johnson, and we really look forward to spending time in the future with him. My name is Mark Sirianis. This episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. I look forward to seeing you in the theaters and on the mats. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.